This is the GoFungal Podcast. Hey, Jessica Alexanderson is here with us on a mission to help kids recycle. She wrote the book on it. It's called The Girl Who Recycled One Million Cans. It's out now. You can learn more at kids.scrapuniversity.com. And I got a little book, too, that I'll be able to read to my newborn, Ruby June, uh, when she's, you know, she's not quite old enough to understand it, but she will be. So thanks for sending that. And Jessica, welcome. Thank you so much, Matt. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to teach kids to recycle, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your feedback from your daughter in about five years from now. Yeah, give us a, give us a few years. <laughs> yeah, and totally. We'll have it to you, and we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, well, Jessica, tell me what you wrote a book. Why'd you write a book? Well, first of all, I am a scuba diver in the Seattle, Washington area, and I keep seeing so much garbage in the oceans, and it's just crazy. And there's actually a ton of metal down there, which is super weird. Like, there's aluminum cans, there's chains, there's anchors, just really, like, old pipes. And so I was like, this is strange. I'm always down there picking up as much um, garbage and stuff that I can and then recycling whatever I can. Um, and so I had a really bad day at work once. I was working at Evergreen Shipping for the past 15 years, shipping containers all over the world. Um, okay. And then COVID happened and shipping is a disaster. The whole world broke. And um, yeah. so I called my favorite customer, Brad. He owns Detroit Scrap, a metal recycling company. And he was always like the nicest guy. And I called him one day and I was like, are you hiring? And he's like, I would hire you right now to run our shipping department, but is that what you want to do with your life? And I'm like, actually, not really. Like, I've been doing shipping forever. I actually want to do something to help the planet. I just don't even know what that job is. Um, and I just told him about all the garbage I'm finding in the ocean. And he's like, well, that's kind of crazy that you said that because I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old, and I already wrote the storyline for a book, but I don't have time to actually publish the book or do anything because he has two full-time jobs. So he just hired me to be the president of Scrap University Kids. We just created this whole company to teach little kids that all metal can be recycled. Um, and yeah, it's and good. a book along and with a book. It. We yeah. just started. We started with the book first because um, he reads his three-year-old and six-year-old bedtime stories like every night before bed, and he's just like all the books out there are just full of fluff and like. They're just these crazy stories that like the kids like it, but they're not really learning anything at the same time. And he's like, I want to like read my kids like a fun story. And his daughter loves unicorns, so it has a unicorn on it. Um, <laughs> and like actually learn something at the same time. And you don't yeah. have to read all of the facts right before bed, but it's just a fun story. So that's super cool. Well, I want to back up for a second. Yeah. That was all. That was yeah, a that lot. Was, that was a lot. <laughs> in, a, in a quite an elaborate like set of events that got you to where you're at right now. But we yeah. found, I found you on LinkedIn. I think you, you connected with me and we, I saw, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. This person's out here sort of evangelizing scrap recycling, metal scrap recycling for uh -huh. kids specifically. It's really a niche thing. Uh -huh. And so I was like, I got it. We got to talk about this. And I think when I think about like our audience and, you know, people who are trying to market their business and tell their story, yeah. this is a really interesting, unique way to tell your story because at, at the center of all this, your boss, person you work for is, runs a scrap company. Yeah. And you're, you launched a whole university for kids online and a book for kids to help get education out of it because obviously that's, but kids aren't your primary well, market. <laughs> so we want to start with the kids because we think that the kids are the ones that are going to change their parents' minds. 
um, because people who are our age are already kind of set in their ways. And like, I grew up in Utah that was like 0% recycling when I grew up. And so I feel so guilty about all the stuff I threw in the garbage, like as a kid, because we didn't know any better. And so we're like, if these kids can learn at a young age in like first, second grade kindergarten, and when they go home and they see their parents like throwing metal in the garbage, they're gonna be like, no, mommy, like mommy, daddy, don't do that. Like we can recycle that. Um, also, people are super confused about recycling. Like nobody knows what goes where. Um, plastic is a whole other conundrum, but like, what do you do with your metal hangers? Like, what do you this, do? <laughs> yeah, this morning yeah. I was trying to figure yeah. out, like, I guess I could yeah. throw this in the recycling. I have no idea uh -huh. if they're actually going to take it, but I'll yeah. throw my cat's food cans into the recycling. Yeah, I hope yeah those are, that's totally fine. As long as you rinse them out, that, that's totally fine. But it's like, like tinfoil, like I had no idea, like, you know, like your Hershey Kiss wrapper, your like Reese's, what is a peanut butter cup, like comes in a little tinfoil thing. Brad's like, oh no, I just make a tinfoil ball. So he keeps it on his desk every time he eats any kind of anything with tinfoil and he like makes it into a ball this this big, then you could put that in your recycle bin and it's fine. So they question, you can, yeah. you can actually recycle the, the foil within candy wrappers? Yeah, it's metal. Oh. Yeah, all metal can be recycled, 100%. They just melt it down and then they can make something new out of it. And so um, the recycle companies don't like if you put like little tiny pieces in there because it might jam the machine. So that's why it's like better to like save it until okay. it gets a little bit bigger. Um, but also this is why we want to, basically what we want to do is we want to bring the scrapyard to you. We want to bring it to the people because people don't know where their local scrapyard is. They don't even know what a scrapyard is. They don't know that you can bring a bunch of metal there and they'll actually pay you for it. A lot of people just go down the street to the landfill and they pay to dump stuff there when they could go a few blocks further and actually get money for it. Mm. Um, and so people are busy, they're kind of lazy. If it's not super easy, they're not gonna do it. And so that's why we came up with this idea that if we work with all of the scrapyards around the country to bring roll-off bins to elementary schools, um, anybody in the whole town can bring any metal, like your hangers, your aluminum foil, whatever you want to the school. And at the end of the month or whatever the time frame is, they take that roll-off bin away and they weigh it and then they give the money to the school for school supplies because wow. all money has value. Well, I want to just point out that this is such a, I mean, you got, you're doing this obviously for a cause you believe in and your boss believes in recycling and, and sustainability. And it's just every, all of this stuff ties together. And I think I want to point out for our audience and people who work for manufacturers or companies that where sustainability is really important, that message mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. Like look at this model in terms of content marketing, because this is some ninja marketing stuff. <laughs> I realize it's not just, yeah just for marketing purposes, you're trying to do something really good, uh -huh. but it's ninja marketing because you're literally marketing to kids who are going to tell their parents yeah. to recycle. Exactly. Yeah. We want to make it fun and easy for kids. Like it's like an adventure hunt or we, our next book's probably gonna be called treasure in the trash where the kids actually go to the scrapyard and they see Love all that. the metal and all the big machines and everything. Um, yeah. And so we're, we're starting with kids and it's pretty hilarious. I, I went and read the book to the first graders at my friend's school and I was getting the most hilarious questions. And um, this, I asked the kids, I'm like, do you guys know what pollution is? And the one little girl raises her hand. She's like, my mommy throws her banana peels out the window. <laughs> and it was like so cute and so hilarious. And then the other kid, I'm like, do you guys ever see a lot of cans at your house? And the one little boy's like, my daddy drinks a lot of beer. And I'm like, okay, maybe we shouldn't tell everybody that, but that's, <laughs> that's like, it's just so cute. And like, they'll just start running around looking for cans to recycle as soon as you read um, the book. And also I wanted to show you um, another thing that the kids seem to love when I read the book to them. Um, our little mascot in our book is called Mr. Ferris Maglio. He's a little talking magnet. So he's on every page and he's giving the kids recycling facts. 
And I think the one that the kids really loved was right at the beginning of the book where they, uh, or Mr. Maglio tells the kids that aluminum can also be turned into airplanes. And so like, as soon as the little kids heard that, like, Hey, I'm drinking this can right now of water or whatever, but like in the future, it might be able to be turned into an airplane. They were like, well, that's really cool. Um, And another fact that um, the little kids really loved is that any kind of aluminum can, as soon as you put it in a recycle bin, within two months, it'll be back on your store shelf. It's like super fast. Wow, yeah, that's really, that's awesome. That's, I didn't know that. So I I wanna ask how, what are the different ways that you're launching this online Kids Scrap University and this book to the world? Okay, so right now we're mainly reaching out to scrapyards around the country and to big um, companies in the aluminum industry. And we're asking if they would be willing to sponsor a local school in their town to donate copies of our books to the kids so that each kid could have their own copy of the book and take it home and show their parents and be like, oh my gosh, did you know we can recycle metal? And then um, the whole family, the whole community can bring the metal to the school. The scrapyard's happy because they get metal back. Um, The aluminum can companies are happy because they get their cans to recycle and make new cans super fast. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. And yeah. we're also yeah. trying to like reach out to school teachers and stuff first, but I think it's easier to reach out to a scrapyard first to make sure like they're willing to donate the bin and then mm. go to the school and be like, hey, this is super easy for any teacher or any parent can set it up. It doesn't really need much supervision. You just want to make sure that like it has a lid so nobody like tries to break in there and steal the metal at the, in the middle of the night or something crazy. But yeah, yeah any, anybody can cool. do it. I mean, it's a great way. I think it's an awesome way, you know, thinking about partnerships as a way to launch something like this is a great way to tap into the people they're already engaged with. These other companies are already have their attention. So you're not just starting from scratch where you're like, how do I get a book out to a hundred thousand people? And you can go with those partnerships to start. Yeah, we're reaching out to companies already well established and I'm like sending them a copy of the book and hey, if you like this book, would you be willing to work with us? So I just reached out to the owner of this amazing company called Northwater. They're up in Canada, in Alberta. And so we're gonna do a a promotion for the whole month of December. If you buy a 10 pack of their water, then you get a copy of our book. And they have like a pretty huge following. So I think that's kind of the strategy that we're working for is trying to like reach out to people that are really into the environment, that we have like similar thoughts and goals and hopefully we can all help each other out. Basically, we just wanna help each other. We wanna help the planet and help the kids. How do you know if you're, what is the vision for this? What's the big goal for this? Yeah, oh, so um, our 30 year goal is to eliminate all metal from the trash, like worldwide. So it's a huge goal and we're gonna see if we can do it. Um, It's pretty crazy because I already had like uh, New Zealand reach out to somebody in New Zealand. They were thinking about ordering a hundred books Um, because New Zealand just got a deposit system. I had a lady from Pakistan reach out and she wants to translate the book into Urdu for like her town in Pakistan. Um, I had a lady in Poland that wants to do it. I had um, two people in England um, that reach out. They haven't actually set it up yet, but it's just crazy that like worldwide I'm getting, oh, and I had the most amazing guy in India from the Cool Dads Club. You should join the Cool Dads Club because you're a dad now, it's amazing. They interviewed me even though I'm not a dad. Do you have to be be cool though? Yeah, well, you're already really cool, so. Oh, okay. Look at you, well, look at you go. Thanks. You're like the coolest, one of the coolest dads I know, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll take <Yes>. it. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully 30 years from now, you'll see, anytime you look in the garbage, you'll never see anything metal in the garbage. It's 100% recyclable. It's a hefty goal, but yeah. you know what? I love the, the energy and enthusiasm. You, I think that you guys have the right brand evangelist for this. You're definitely yeah. the right person for the job. <laughs> you know, I love Thank it. you. I know I have a lot of energy. I, drink, I do drink a lot of coffee. Oops. <laughs> I got to show you my cool coffee cup. I got Mr. Maglio on there. It says all metal can be recycled. 
I got to get one of those coffee cups. How did you yeah. How did you arrive as Mr. Maglio as the uh, mascot? Okay, so Mr. Ferris Maglio. So Brad, my the co-author, he loves um, Maglio or somebody Maglio. He's a baseball player on the Detroit Tigers. Oh, okay. Um, He's like, we have to name it after my favorite baseball player, Maglio. So I'm like, okay. And then so I named him Ferris because he's iron or he sticks to iron. So he's magnetic. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then our artist just, we gave him this idea. And then he just sent back like the most amazing picture of Maglio. And he's also our company logo. So it's like a smiley face and it's a magnet. So pretty cute. I love it. That's super and, creative. I mean, yeah. I think that this is really good news for I think about, you know, our clients, some of them are manufacturing companies and they're thinking about how do I get this message around sustainability out? How do we promote recycling? Yeah. That's a big, a big thing. Mm -hmm. And in a business world, this, you hear the term ESG and it's all about oh, yeah. environmental sustainability, but I, you guys are having a lot of fun with this. I mean, you're, yeah. you're creating content for kids. You're writing a book for kids and you're finding different, unique, creative ways to get this right. message out. And I think it's really important for people to think about this and see this example because it seems to be something people are excited about. Thank you. Yeah. And um, this is just the first of the series of four books. So we want to do the whole life cycle of metal. So the first book is about the cans. The second book, the kids are going to go on a field trip to the scrapyard and actually see it, like sorted and all the big machines. Um, the third book is going to be about ocean um, container shipping because I worked in that industry for 15 years. And that is actually where we ship all of our recycled products overseas to India, Korea, China, all over the place where they actually manufacture into a new commodity. So then the last book will be about the manufactured goods. So I think that'll be interesting to your manufacturing companies. Um, and we're always looking for partners if they want to help out with future books. I think our second book, we're probably going to partner with Schnitzer Steel, which is a big, huge steel recycling company. Mm. So they're going to let us go on a tour of their scrapyard with our artist so he can get like all the um, animation right and everything. So I love um, it. Yeah, that's so cool. So you're writing these books. Obviously, they're for educating kids. But how are you using the books from like a marketing standpoint? Are you just, are you selling um, them? Or are you giving them away? Yeah, what are you doing? yeah. I mean, we're, we're kind of doing both. We've, uh, we just, the book officially came out on September 8th and we've already sold 300 copies online. And then That's we've ordered like, I think three or oh, 400 like hardback books that like I have a stash at my house. Brad has a bunch up in his office in Canada and we're donating a bunch of books to um, libraries, different organizations, and then also sending them out to big companies and asking them, hey, if you like this book, would you be interested in working with us? Um, because everybody do, does have these sustainability goals and they all have a lot of like big talk, like, yeah, we're going to help the planet. And then we're like, well, where's the action? How are you actually doing the goals that you have on your website? And do you need help with that? We can help you. And if you like buy a bunch of our books, you could probably write it off on your taxes. It's good PR for everybody involved. Like, hey, we're helping kids. We're helping our local schools. Um, everybody wants to help kids in schools. So yeah um, and, and we're helping the planet it's really hard to say no to, to that you know especially <laughs> yeah. if you're yeah like a scrapyard or you're in, the, in any kind of manufacturing like you said shipping uh -huh. um yeah. what are the ways that a company can get involved is it just buy books is, are there other types of things they can um, do to use your services yeah i mean buy books or if they want to like help us set up a recycle drive at their local schools just like reach out and be like hey this is my local school i want to help them set up a program and i can make flyers for everybody so for the scrapyard we're making flyers with their hours their location all of the stuff any job openings like a whole all the information on one little page um, and giving it to every single parent at the school so that's a bunch of free advertising just for the scrapyard right there and if this 
metal event is only for a month if you don't want to do it year round. All the families know where they can actually bring their metal when it's over. And then also, I think that every dumpster or anything should just say no metal allowed. And if you have metal, bring it here and we'll pay you for it. So many people don't know that they could get money for it. Um, and so it's just I feel like a sticker. You know, just going, <laughs> yeah. going rogue and just like a graffiti artist or something. Yeah. So I have, I just made these amazing stickers that say uh, recycling is like magic and it's Ellie on our unicorn. And I, I'm like, I just stuck this one on a recycle bin at like kids eye level the other day, just because it's like, hey, look, it's a unicorn. And then like the parents will read it. But yeah, I mean, we just need to make recycling easy and fun for everybody. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it sounds fun. I mean, I think you are making it fun. I mean, yeah. the books and the online university, so kids.scrapuniversity.com, what are they going to learn when they go through that? So our first class is going to be called Intro to Metal, okay. and um, it's going to be free if you buy the book. And then it's like all of the kids pop up on the screen and talk about what their favorite metal is and why it's their favorite metal. So Ellie loves aluminum, our main character, and then she'll talk about how she can collect a bunch of cans and turn it into an airplane. And then we'll have Mr. Maglio. We'll actually have Scuba Jess. I'm Scuba Jess, make an appearance, talking about lead and how I love lead because it helps me sink into the ocean for my dives. And then we're going to have, so the first class intro to metal, then we're going to have like how to actually recycle your metal on future classes. And we're also working on an animated cartoon series and each episode is going to be the kids going around recycling different metals and harnessing. They're going to be superpower kids. Okay. Um, of and, they're, and they're total geeks. Like they're, So Ellie will be wearing the number 13 periodic table number on her shirt. And so her superpower is turning cans into airplanes. Akila loves copper so she can harness electricity. Um, and then each episode they go after the, the bad guys in each episode are the polluters. So the, the, or the people that don't recycle. And it's usually like old parents or like people who are just whatever, like throwing stuff in the garbage. And they'll like go and capture those guys and put them in recycling school. <laughs> so at the end of the episode, then they'll be like, those guys will actually be out there recycling too. So it'll be like positive. Okay. Um, and we also well, want that, to actually, that's an interesting <laughs> strategy is we could okay. to kidnap people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're kidnapping them and putting them in recycling school. That's probably recycling not a good. <laughs> no, I You're think not... it's. I think it's something. I mean, I think it would be effective if yeah. you know, if they go it's, through it. But it's gonna be creative. It's just a cartoon. So it's just um, a cartoon. But, that's not yeah. really happening. <laughs> be clear, it's to... not really happening in real life. Yeah, but we wanted to like make it educational for the kids. So each episode, they actually learn facts and things while yeah. they're laughing and stuff because there's like so many cartoons on TV where kids are not learning anything and they're just wasting their time. So yeah, um, yeah, I love it. Well, I can't wait to see the all the content that you guys are releasing. And so if people want to get the book or check out the book, The Girl Who Recycled One Million Cans, where can yeah. they do that? Uh, so they can get it on our website, kids.scrapuniversity.com. Ooh, I love that. Um, or our amazing printer that we did. We did print on demand with a company called Book Baby. They're in New Jersey. And um, so we wanted our book to be made in the USA. So it's a little bit more expensive, but we didn't want it to be made in China. So cut back on our carbon emissions and all of that made locally. Um, they print on demand, so you can order one copy. You could order hundreds of copies. They have you covered. If you do want to order 25 or more copies, um, just send me an email and I can get you set up for free shipping. Yeah. This is amazing. I mean, this is, you know, how a Detroit scrap company is using kids' education and, and books to change the world. Yeah. around recycling. I think it's a really cool case study. Thank you. We do really want to change the world. So one last thing about our book or another thing about our book is that she does get 10 cents a can in our book, which some people are like, you don't actually get 10 cents a can in every state. It's random states and then in Vancouver. But our dream goal is to actually at least give 10 cents a can like mm. 
like for the whole United States. And so we're like, hey, maybe if little kids actually read this and then they go up to their parents and they're like, how come I don't get 10 cents a can? Or maybe they like call their local government official. If we can start like a little uprising with the kids asking for a deposit system, that might be the way to actually do it. Because all those guys in the government are always talking about it and wanting to make a change, but it seems yeah. like they're never actually doing it. Recycling so. revolution, baby. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay, well, let me know when that march happens. I will be there. Okay. <laughs> uh, bring my cans. Do it. I know. Recycle all of them. That'd be awesome. So cool. Well, Jessica, this has been great conversation. Everybody listening, watching, please check out what Jessica's doing. It's really cool. Thank you so much for being yeah. on the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And sorry if I was talking a lot. <laughs> That's what you know. What the oh good thing God. is, it's a talk show. Good, you know, good. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Is, is a good thing. So. Good. Thank you. Oh, and I always end it like this: uh, live long and prosper. Because I'm a big, huge Trekkie, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Shout out to my man Spock. Yes. Awesome. Good. <laughs>